Twirl, keep it rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Angel Talk, Reflections of an Ambitious Angel Mom. My name is Philip Kerrigan. I am the Executive Director of Raise for Rowan. We are the organization that helps families suffering through loss of a child, funeral cost assistance, and emotional support. I am joined by, as always, the Ambitious Angel Mom herself. Say hello to the people, Bryn. Hi, everyone. And we have another special guest. Uh, Nikki, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell people what you do. Um, I am the administrative director here at Race for Rowan. Um, I've almost been here a year, mm-hmm. and I've loved every minute of it. Awesome. This is another episode of Get to Know RFR. So a few weeks ago, as many of you know, we went through a pretty heavy set of podcasts, the five stages of grief, and within that we thought, well, we should probably hit people with something that's a little bit more fun and engaging. So what we're going to do is actually interview Nikki and get to know the other person that works for Raise for Rome. So are you prepared, Nikki, to take some questions? Uh, As ready as I'll ever be. Okay. This is awesome. (laughs) Nikki's very nervous. I'm super nervous. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so fun to see this light in her. I've never seen this light. This very nervous, not in control at the moment. She's usually very confident. I I am. Yes. So, Nikki, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? personally like where are you from um you where do you live that sort of stuff uh i'm olympia homegrown Mm -hmm. i've lived here all my life i have a wonderful husband i've been with him for 17 years i have two amazing kids trying at times but amazing (laughs) um (laughs) uh, other than being here at race for rowan we uh run a contracting business and raise animals and just have fun and travel and live life. Your husband uh, is responsible for uh, the remodel of this building, no? He is. Yeah. He, he did all this work. He did a great job. Yes, it's yeah. Hank's, Construction, Hank's Construction's handiwork. Pretty pretty well done. And yes. if you haven't seen our office, feel free to stop by anytime. Yes. And you can check it out. Yep. yep. I'm always here. So uh, <laughs> how did you come to meet Bryn get to know FR, and eventually work for Raise for Rowan? So I had heard about Raise for Rowan from, you know, several friends that live around here and live in Olympia. And one of my really good friends had seen that they had an opportunity, a job here, and they said that I would love it and I would be perfect for it. And so I came and interviewed and got the job. Mm-hmm. Was there any part, was there any person who you, who, who was on your interview panel, first of all? Let's, let's, let's assess that one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know was, who was on Nikki's interview um, It was Bryn and Jen. Okay. And it was, it was really good. It was a different interview, which is something I really liked because it was more me as a person than just me professional. Not that I didn't have the qualifications, but it just, there was a lot more to it than just come in and do a job. And so I really loved that. Yeah, that's cool. That's one of the things about RFR that I personally really like. It's a lot more about connection and mm-hmm. it's not just a day at the Compatibility. Yeah. When we interviewed Nikki right off the bat, she was my favorite compatibi- compatibility-wise because okay. she just had like a really good aura about her and her spirit was so positive and she was very happy. Um, 
And then when I did your reference checks, I got the pleasure to call her mom. Oh, really? And you I had your mom oh, on the reference yes, sheet. Yes, always. Yeah, that's a good one. And let's just say we chatted for about a half an hour. <laughs> and she told me all about Nikki. I mean, and I kept, you know, trying to politely get off the phone, but your mom is your biggest fan, which that's amazing. She and she, she nailed your personality on the head, though. Like, everything she said about you, I just how genuine of a person you are and um, straightforward and hard worker and dedicated and loyal. Those were all really important for us when we were looking for somebody to yeah. fill her shoes and she fit the bill. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite part about working here so far? Cause you've only worked here now for a little less than a year, right? Mm -hmm. It'll be a year in August. A year in August. Um, so what's your favorite part so far? My, my part's a little bit bittersweet. Um, cause I deal a lot with, you yeah, know, you're the on the front lines. You're usually the first point of contact for folks who have issues and who are asking for funeral cost assistance. And that's a tough, that's a tough part of the job. Yeah. So I get to experience that part, which isn't, you know, my favorite or the best, but it's what allows me to experience the best part of Raise for Owen. So I get mm -hmm. to see the people come together and all the volunteers and everybody who's around, you know, we rally and we raise to be able to, for me to go, yes, I can pay those yeah. funeral costs. So that's probably my favorite part. Cool. That's awesome. Awesome. Lots of heart. All right, everybody, we are going to go into our next segment called Sissy Signs. And if you've listened in the past, we have done this where we share a meaningful experience where we may have experienced a sign from our past loved one, um, and we all have our own individual sissy signs. But today, we are going to ask Nikki if she has an experience in her own life that she can share her own personal sissy sign. So I put I put a lot of thought into this because I have had several sissy signs. Um, but for me, it's, it's a little more of an energy and a feeling. Um, what I experience when I'm you know, with certain people or around people or just somewhere, I get this level of energy and it causes me to just want to pursue it and really, you know, go after it. And that's my inner feeling of just having a higher purpose. Do that's you awesome. feel, do you feel uh, that the energy from people that you meet and get in contact with, do you feel even when they pass away that that still carries over? You feel that later? Definitely. Yeah, I feel like it almost goes with me and like I just bring I bring that energy wherever I go and it allows me to experience it from anyone really. Yeah, like you can I can access almost, it anytime. I can almost feel even from the people I meet like their energies that they have of their past life one or past loved ones. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's interesting. That's pretty that's pretty cool. It's like a constant 24-hour sissy sign. No kind kidding. Of, yeah. yeah, basically. That's very cool. I don't get a 24-hour sign. <laughs> I, I'm jealous. She's I jealous just, now. I do. I, I, I pick it up. You know, I can go into a room, and when I meet someone for the first time, I can just, you can just feel it. It's like your intuition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I like that. Okay, well, so let's let's get into um, what we like to call a Desert Island Lightning Round. Woohoo! Yeah, oh, yeah. I even I even put a little music underneath this. We need to find like some music for this and a and a sponsor for this segment. That's what we'll, yeah. It'll just be a straight sponsor for this segment. That's pretty. But cool. yeah, 
such so a nerd the, for this one. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> this is the Desert Island uh, Lightning Round. So basically what we're going to ask you, Nikki, is if you were trapped on an edge line, it's a standard question, and we did a little variance on it because we wanted people to be able to really display their interests by allowing three instead of just one. Mm -hmm. So if you're trapped on a desert island, name your three top movies that you would bring with you. Okay, this was really hard. I actually have 10 written on my paper, oh, but oh it's gosh. totally fine. <laughs> you can and tell she likes to be prepared. Yeah, I do, but 10. I also can't narrow it down to three. Sure. That's a hard number. It's a three hard, is a hard number. number. I think I know what one of them is already. Well, uh, it is Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> number one, Harry number Potter. One, Harry number Potter. one. The other one is not a movie, Okay. but I think can still count as a movie. We'll, we'll do an exception. Okay, it's Friends. The show Love Friends. the show Friends. The show like, Friends. Very yeah. different than oh, Harry Potter. Yeah. It is. Oh, what? I'm all over the place. You'll just, <laughs> you'll just know. Friends. Um, it, friends for sure. And do you then, still watch Friends right now? Because you know it's on Netflix. You can binge it the whole night. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've seen it a million times yeah. and it's just as funny every single time. Who's your favorite friend? Joey. Joey? Usually it's Chandler for a lot of people. Mm. No, Joey. Why yeah. Joey? He's just dumb. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and then your third movie slash show. Oh, my gosh. Probably The Notebook. Oh, oh wow. that's a good one. Well, yeah. That's, I forgot about that movie, but that's a okay. good movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's, I do, just out of curiosity, I want to hear some of your others, because I see a few on this list, and I'm very, I, I like them already. So yeah, I, like, through. I told you, I'm, like, well-rounded. I mm -hmm. can't just be, like, one genre yeah. or anything. Uh, so I have a beautiful mind. That's a great movie. Don't know that one. It's a great one. Russell Crowe. It's good. Plays, like, oh. a guy with Problems? schizophrenia, I think it is. Yeah. It's great. Oh, but, like, cool. genius. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, Shawshank Redemption. That's an all-timer. You yeah. are all over the yeah, place. Yeah, that is different than beautiful mind. <laughs> you are. <laughs> and then it's a wonderful life. Okay. So. Wow, that is an it's, eclectic mixture yeah, of stuff. Those wow. are movies I could watch a million times and okay. knock it. Okay. All right. How about top three books you would bring on this desert island? This matches my movies. Mm -hmm. I already know the first one. Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, yeah, she's got <laughs> the Harry Potter locked down. This should be called Potter yeah, Island, because that's you, basically yeah. what it's going to be. <laughs> Harry Potter Island. Harry Potter Island. If you don't know how old I am, now you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right in the wheelhouse. Um, the Gifts of Imperfection. Oh, what is this book about? I've never even heard of this book. Um, it's, it's taking the things that you don't necessarily love about yourself and making it your most powerful part of you. Ooh, the gifts of imperfection. Yeah. I like um, that. It's, it's a, a really title. good one. Yeah. It's a strong title. And then the last one I just thought of, and I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier, was uh, it's called Winning Balance. Okay. So this kind of goes with my gymnastics background. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, you when you're at a high-level sport like gymnastics and you train, your entire life for a certain outcome and that outcome doesn't happen you go through this kind of part of your life where your meaning's weird mm -hmm. because you've been doing it for mm -hmm. so long and so it's kind of that stopping as an athlete turning into an adult kind of thing and it's just finding your relationships with all bouts of life and not just your sport and what you thought was passion and what you thought was love and what you thought life was supposed to be when it doesn't necessarily 
that was planned. Oh, so wow. That it's sounds a like a good an one. incredibly interesting book. That and seems you, like a good book for our listeners, too. Yeah, yeah, you don't even have to be a gymnast. It's just, you know, in the perspective of a gymnast. But I guess really anybody who grows up thinking they have a certain plan mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. your life doesn't go that the way, way it's supposed to. you have to kind of do this whole shift. And It's called The Winning Balance? Mm-hmm. Winning Balance. Winning Balance. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like a really good one. All right, finally, those are actually way better than the books that I recommended, by the way. I mean, my books were, wow, nicely done. Well, at least you guys read. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm really uh, proud of you that you have books to recommend because I did not mention my, my um, obsession with presidents. That's the presidents of the United oh, States. I yep. Yeah. I have my favorites. I have my. I can read on them <laughs> all day long. That's awesome. I I just. That's awesome. Little tidbit nerd. Okay. But it doesn't okay. matter what political party. Nope. You just love them all. Mm-hmm. That is well, really cool. Well, you can't cool. love them all. There's been forty-five. Ooh. Some of them have sucked. Well, yeah. she, maybe she <laughs> well, does. It, it's just I, I like to read them because as we move, you know, throughout life, you. They're, our presidents are more alike than they are different. And if you read on them and the decisions and the things that they've done throughout history, it's not, it, it doesn't really matter their political party because mm-hmm. they all kind of blend and do the same things at different times. So, very cool. What I've learned about Nikki mm-hmm. is In you this... always do a lot of research. I do. Yes. On a lot of different topics, yeah. Yeah. I, not just presidents, <laughs> pretty much everything. That intrigues you, you are researching. Which is a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, I like to have my own my own picture and my own thoughts and I don't want to be coursed. Mm. Good for you because yeah. that doesn't seem to be happening very often nowadays. Everyone's right? just forced into their little box and lives there forever. And I love a good conversation where I go, well, actually. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. like that part of my conversation yeah. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. So final category, uh, top three songs, bands, albums. We really kind of make this kind of an all-encompassing one. Um, I had two bands and a song, I believe. When mm-hmm. Bryn does this, you know, we're gonna be we're gonna be lax on the rules. So, what would you have for song slash band slash music? So this is probably just as weird as books and movies because it does not fit one particular genre. Um, if it says Harry Potter soundtrack, it is rounded out the whole there, thing. There's no Harry Potter. <laughs> so we're changing the name to Potter Island. It's a Potter Island for sure. Um, I mean, I can go from Johnny Cash to yep. CCR to Pink Floyd to Salt and Peppa to... Salt and pepper to Bob Marley, and I can come yeah. back to Garth Brooks and mm-hmm. Luke Combs, and I mean, I can I can listen to it all. Yeah, but you're at three. You can only you be that's the three. challenge, though. You mm-hmm. have to stick with three. Well, my here's gonna show my age again. Okay. Salt and pepper for sure. Salt and pepper number one. Number one. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We've got a 90s baby in the house. Yeah, salt and pepper. Number one. Well, that's great. Salt and pepper's like, they're, they're like, wow, I can't believe someone picked us number one. Uh, Fantastic. Um, I love Bob Marley. Okay. I do. That's another one that just. I could see that on an island, too. Yeah, yeah it's, like, like, it's kind of what we did last like week. Like, if I'm stranded, I'm going to need some good music. Mm-hmm. Well, you also need it's hot, probably, because we're assuming it's a tropical island. That was kind of my mindset. Yes. It's tropical There's island, no it's ice hot. involved. Reggae's fantastic yes. for a hot, slow day. Yeah. Yeah, good one. Good one. My third, man. 
Mm-hmm. You can only do three. That's the thing. It couldn't just have you naming things. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll go with Garth Brooks. I don't think Garth I Brooks. can listen to a single song that I don't love of his. So I like it. So to recap, her her, her <laughs> three <laughs> things she's bringing: Garth Brooks, Salt and Pepper, and Bob Marley. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh man, people are going to wonder what's happening on this island. Yeah. <laughs> they probably will be afraid to try to rescue you. Wow. You know what? They're all wow. going to come to my island, and there's going to be a little bit of something for everybody. Yeah, yeah. they're that's, just going to want to hang out. out. Yeah. What you don't have noticed about that is like, especially. The, the true like children of the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. is that like we do have those crazy weird like playlists right For like sure. our parents you can kind of we're tell, pretty diverse yeah, I feel like yeah because our parents really fell into whatever they fall into like our parents are country people or mm-hmm. our parents are or like pop people or our parents are whatever that we are like all over the place. All it over. is the greatest yeah. generation. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just stole it from the people I rule. <laughs> but yeah, see, I kind of like that because I like I like having a whole bunch of different songs because you don't know what you're feeling that day. Yeah. Personally. That's cool. That's cool. Well, Nikki. I uh, have two topics. Oh, you have two questions. Yes. I have oh, two surprise topics. Okay. All right. But I did this to Philip too, you guys. You so did. I'm doing this to Nikki you did. now because I like a little surprise, okay, which it. she does not. I do not. I like. She made plan. it very clear she doesn't like surprises. <laughs> I'm like, we're doing it anyway. Yep. All right. <laughs> um, so if you could bring three survival tools with you, what That's would they right. be and survival why? Survival tools. Mm-hmm. This was a horrible question for me. Yes. Phillips <laughs> was pretty funny. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Bad. I'm going to my time of watching Naked and Afraid. That's what oh, I my did. gosh. What is Yes. That? I told Philip, okay. I go, don't you watch Naked and Afraid? Wow. Do, do you? I do not watch Naked oh. and Afraid. I guess I have to now. Mm-hmm. Every guest is bringing it up. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Okay. I need a fire starter. Of for course. Sure. That would be my number one, too. Okay. Okay. So smart. <laughs> I need a pot to boil water in. Okay. Oh, wow. You yeah. went in a totally different direction. That's that. great. That's really good. And I feel like I need a knife. Yep. I think that's great. Yep. Solid three. I mean, I have to wow, get some food. Good. That's okay. what I got. And yeah. your knife can be protection, too. Yep. Against something. Yeah. And skin your animal when you kill it. Yep. Right. But how are you getting... Oh, never mind. Forget it. How good job. okay the last surprise question i have for you is if you could only bring three people on your island excluding excluding just to make this even harder your husband and your two children if you had to pick three people in your life to bring with you and you had to spend every minute with them deserted on this island who would it be this segment should be called who would you like to disappoint most yeah (laughs) (laughs) i know yeah i feel bad but like yeah like, because I love my parents. Well, and there could but be a reason. They're not going to be, I, I love them to death, but they're sure. not going to be much help. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, Nikki, will you make us a, a coconut margarita? Coconut. What I don't know why you're giving them an accent now, but. Yeah. We're like, coconut margarita. <laughs> I can just see her, like, trying to whip up margaritas yes. for her parents. I, I probably would. I, yeah. But, I've never even met them, but I just feel like your mom would want a margarita. Oh, You've she, never met yeah, them, and she. they strike you as British people who request coconut margaritas. <laughs> Only from our experience on the yeah, phone. Yeah. Uh, she's she's German, but well, mm-hmm. ca- I mean, yeah, yeah. I really am mm-hmm. bad with German accents, so most people I, are. Most people are. It's Pretty a much, tough one. I always just do British because <laughs> all German people come out with like all foreign accents, just British. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! I'm just beyond nerdy today. I can't even help uh, it. I'm so sorry. It's, it's our energy. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, I would have to say, uh, my friend Jill. Okay. For sure. Your friend She's Jill. My friend Jill 
is I could just be around her 24-7. And she would just, we would not have a dull moment on mm-hmm. this island. Okay, so Jill's on there. Jill's, Jill's your entertainment. There. Jill's your entertainment. Yeah, she's my BFF. Mm-hmm. Can I bring, like, people that could help me get off this island? Yeah, of oh, course. Any, yeah. any three yeah. people you want. Yeah. Oh, man. Besides your husband and your kids. Right, because that goes without saying. Yeah. Yeah, because they would be there and we'd just all live on this island. You yes. were on a girl's trip. Your boat crashed. You're stuck there. They're not with you. Nope. Hmm. I feel like I need some, like, help. What about the handyman? <laughs> <laughs> the handyman? But that would be my husband. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I, mean... I was thinking, like, Carl. <laughs> no. Carl. Can you build me a shed? <laughs> handyman Carl. Put oh, it on the oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I'll go with my other BFF, mm-hmm. Misty. Okay. Because, again, our party just can't get any better at mm-hmm. this point. Might as well have some fun if you're there. Yeah. How about this? How about what famous person, ooh. living or dead, would you want on the island? <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. That you've always been like, ooh, I really like to talk to them. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan? <laughs> Holy moly. My goodness. Oh, jeez. It's so funny. <laughs> Just getting to know you guys on this other level is hysterical. Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Reagan. <laughs> we're, playing, we're playing Harry Potter movies. we got salt and pepper playing in the background. And Ronald Reagan is chilling with us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> ah, that is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> hey, you said some anybody. I any I would talk to that man forever yeah do you know what you know what was amazing about that it took you seconds to spit that answer out that's like it has been formulating for a while you know that ronald reagan would be my number one yeah like for sure that is great that's awesome that's awesome wow (laughs) get my wheels turning that's for sure that's pretty cool uh any other surprise questions for for nikki Nope, nope, I don't think yeah. I do. Uh, so for those of you who have who do not know, Nikki is really the first point of contact for a race for Rowan. So when you call up and you have any issues, she's the one who typically answers the phone. She's the one who diligently answers emails. Uh, I don't know about Bryn, but I can speak to how awesome Nikki has been in dealing with her families with sensitivity and grace and mm-hmm. compassion and getting back in a timely fashion to help your folks out. So... Uh, Folks who know Race for Rowan uh, should be very proud to have Nikki as one of the team members of, of RFR. And Nikki, uh, thank you very much for coming on, and you did great. You did great. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So for those um, for those who don't know, we are going to be reporting on the results for the run for Rowan um, here in the next day or so. And we will also be shipping out uh, shirts. We'll have some times for everybody, so make sure you pay attention to the to the Facebook page because we still have some run for Rowan shirts that are here in the office from folks who didn't have a chance to pick them up or that they ordered after the, after we uh, got the first round printed. So pay attention to the Facebook page and we'll have some times for you to swing by the office and actually get to meet Nikki in person as she hands over your mm-hmm. shirt. Uh, and if you can't make it out, just let us know and we'll be able to mail those out to you as well. At a certain point, we're just going to mail out the rest of the shirts. Um, we do want to thank everybody who came out. Beautiful pictures over the weekend of all the folks who were running and beautiful messages. And it was just really neat. It's it was kinda, really cool. Yeah, it's kind of great in this time period where we can't all get together for everyone still to put out an effort 
to still be connected. And I think that that's one of the things that will bring us through all this sort of stuff is the fact that we still try to maintain our connection with each other. And it was great this weekend to see all of our supporters out there really, uh, really, you know, showing us how much you love Race for Rowan and how much you, you support us. So thank you very much for that. We'll have some more details about some of the events we're planning for the for the rest of the year. But for now, we're really going to concentrate on finishing up our run for Rowan and uh, continuing to to build on other things. And we'll let you know what we have coming up next. But other than that, I think uh, that's all I got for the podcast. How about you, Bernie? You got anything? Nope, not at all. Uh, <laughs> I can't help it. I understand. Oh my God. Now that you busted out the accent, I don't um, think we can take it away. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be hearing it all week. Nikki, is there anything else that you would like to say about your time with Race for All? I don't think so. Didn't plan for it. That's all right. We're super happy to have you here, and we want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Yes. Thank you. All right, Thanks, everyone. Guys. Talk to you next week. Bye.